Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today we have a great guest. We have Ivan McLennan, former WSU football player, here to talk about the bowl game, the transfer portal, and whatever else comes up. Thank you for joining. What's up, brother? How you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm good, man. Obviously, this week, you know, a lot of hearts are heavy, uh, you know, due to the fact that, you know, a monumental figure in Cougar history and just even beyond Cougar history, just like in college football history, passed away suddenly, right? And then Mike Leach, right? Heavy heart, but at the same time, feeling gratitude, right? Gratitude because through Mike Leach, so many people got to connect with each other. So many people better their lives. And um, like, he's just a great man and, you know, he's going to be missed. So, you know, we just really want to honor him this week and just moving forward. Yeah. So, I mean, you talk about Mike Leach, he revived the Cougars, Texas Tech, Mississippi State, arguably some of the more difficult places to recruit and play well, put players in the NFL. Great coach. So I was wondering, do you have a story or a memory that comes to you when you think of Mike Leach? So I do have a couple of stories. On one story, I remember when I was in Lewiston back in 2013, it was my first year at Wazoo. And, um, you know, we go to a swimming pool out there. And all the guys are diving off the boards and stuff, and I couldn't swim, so I'm just standing up in the shallow end. And Leach come over. And I was like, man, coach, I just can't swim. So for the next 30 minutes, he literally just tried to teach me how to swim. And we're just going back and forth in the pool. He's teaching me how to swim, backstroke, all these things. And we were just having conversations on just like how to float in the water, right? And he was so such a random guy like that, right? Such a caring guy. Because you see when his players can't swim, he took the time out of his kind of leisure time. Uh, another story, a funny story I had is something that involved with Connor Holiday. 20, in, in 2012, they played Oregon, I want to say in Century Link, and they're getting hammered. Us as Wazza, we're getting hammered. And like, you know, I think Connor throws a pick and, and he comes to the sideline and he's just, you know, Connor was very fiery, very fiery. So at least try to tell him something. And Connor's like, no, nah, F that. And, you know, I don't care what you got to say. Just leave me the F alone right now. So he goes to the bench. And mind you, once he says this, Leach is like, his face is like, everybody said his face was just like dumbfounded, right? You know, I guess Connor sits on the bench for like five minutes and all of a sudden he hears, he gets a tap on the shoulder and he turns around and it's Leach. And Leach was like, oh, uh, listen here, listen here. Look around you, look look, look around you. There's about mm, 50,298 people in here. 50,298. If you ever in the fuck talk to me like that again, there'll be 50,299 players in the stands, the fans in the stands. So get your head out your ass and go play some fucking ball. It was so funny, right? It is just like, you know, he just said that nobody's above the team. If you think you can talk to him like that, you can go be a fan like that quick, right? Even to the starting quarterback, right? So that kind of shows you what kind of mentality Leach had. He didn't care who you were. He believed in a, in a, in a standard. He believed in, 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 in momentum. He believed in doing your job. And no matter if you was a Connor Holiday, a Vince Maley, a Hercules Mata'afa, a Jamal Morrow, right? He expected you to do the right thing over and over again. And he would tell you if you weren't, right? So I really appreciate Leach for those things. Uh, I've never heard that late story, so thank you. All right, so let's let's jump into it. So right now, the Cougs, massive transfer portal. I believe 12, 12 players have hit the transfer portal. Do you think that the college football will turn into professional sports you leave after a year, or what do you think will happen with the transfer portal? Money, 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 money. Money. Hey, man, these kids want that money. Uh, let's be real. I think that us as Cougs, we're kind of behind in this NIL world. Schools like Arizona, Washington, Arizona State, USC, UCLA that has a lot of boosters, 
that's investing heavily into these collectives and NIL. And that's why um, my, my guy, Jack Collins, and a couple of former Cougs created the Coug Collective, right? Because we need to find a way to keep Cougs in Pullman, right? I don't think necessarily we're trying to get other kids from other schools based on money. We're looking at the transfer portal, obviously. But I really think that what we're trying to do with the Coug Collective is keep our Cougs home. A lot of those guys that transferred, right? It was mind-boggling to me, right? Like some of these guys are starters, right? Travion start Brown, right? Come I mean, come on, Myola, uh, Ali, Stribling. These guys are all starters, right? And they decided to leave, right? One, you can argue because of the offensive side of the ball, the system. But for another thing, it's the money, man. The money talks, right? And who are we, uh, you know, as adults, as players, as coaches, to tell a kid if a school is offering them six figures plus to come play for them when they have a struggling family at home, right? You know, you got to take that, right? And if I was in these kids' situation, no question, I'll be looking. If a school's offering me 100000 200000 to go play a year there, I'm going. Because the NFL is not guaranteed, right? We're losing a lot of guys, man, but but it's the nature of the beast. I think what we need to do as Wazoo is change our mindset. Instead of thinking that it's a four-year run with people, we need to start treating each year of WSU football just like a one-and-done kind of deal. Like, try to recruit the best we can for one year, one year, get those players, get them on the field, go. We need to create a system of just one-and-done, and I think that will better serve us in Pullman. So it becomes, I'm with you. I'm very pro player NIL transfer, whatever you want. I'm very pro that. But so you think it becomes more like college basketball where it's one and done, essentially. One and done, not in the sense that you can't go one and done. Right. What I mean more so one and done is try to get guys that's transferring to come in for a year yeah. and know that like, you know, you're going to start here. We're going to highlight you. We're going to showcase you and you're one and done. Or getting some freshmen here, right? Telling the freshman, man, hey, man, you ball out here, you know. If you want to leave, we're going to take care of you for this year, but we're going to maximize what this year we have with this freshman. And if he do leave, who, you know, who cares? Because we maximize what we got for yeah. that year, right? So that's what I mean, more of a one and done mentality. Obviously, you know, I'm kind of confused on some of the people that left WSU because it's like, if you're starting, right, it ain't the goal is to go to the NFL. And if you're already starting on a Pac-12 team, you already got a good heads up to get there, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, man, I, I'm pro, I'm pro, I'm pro for it. I'm all for it. But at the same time, man, I think that Wazoo, we got to change our mindset. We're not just like a, a luxurious destination, right? Like kids aren't going to see Wazoo, then see ASU and then see USC and be like, hey, I'm going to Wazoo, right? We got to make it kind of like a fad, like one and done at Wazoo, feature guys like Dayon Henley coming in, balling, bam, leaving to the NFL, right? And like kind of have that one and done mentality. Okay, so let's talk about the game. Fresno State, Mountain West champions, but... Before the game actually happened, we saw that Eric Morris, uh, congrats to him, left to become the head coach at North Texas. No ill will there, becoming a head coach, that's the goal. So do you think this is an opportunity? Because I don't think the offense has been exactly what the Cougars expected with Cam Ward. Do you think this is a chance to potentially change the offense heading into the bowl game, prepare for next year? What do you think is going to happen with the offense? You run the offense that we ran, because no way you're going to create a new system going into a bowl game just for one game. So you run the offense, you ran with Morris, and then when the new OC come, you 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 adjust. Morris left, Ward left, Cooper left, right? I mean, a lot of, you don't usually see that drastic kind of change in coaching staffs, right? Our OC, our DC gone, our edge rush coach gone, right? And, and it's kind of head bogging. Who knows? Maybe some people, more people may go and leave with these guys, right? It's kind of discouraging seeing all these coaches leave, to be honest with you. It, it, definitely right before a signing day period where, you know, now, I'm pretty sure we're just looking at the transfer portal and JUCO guys, right? Because like, you know, we're not going to get no high school commit when the OC just left or the DC just left. There's no direction, right? So very, very frustrating and challenging. But I do think that, you know, Cam been in the system for three years. 
uh, you mean for two years, um, almost three, I think he's a redshirt sophomore for three years, right? I mean, we're, we're pervy to the air raid anyway, being disciples of Leech, right? So like, you know, we go there, you got Felani there, right? I see Felani trying to take a, Felani and McGuire taking huge steps this week and, and bowl grain preparations, trying to get that offense on task. You know, Felani been playing in air raid forever. McGuire been there early since Leach was at Texas Tech playing in that system forever. So I think we run the air raid, the conventional style that Eric Morris ran it. But then when a new OC come in, which I would like to see Clay McGuire or Coach Felani get that OC job, to be honest with you, to see one of them get that so we can keep those roots. But at the same time, um, you can't change nothing. Let the new OC come. Let him establish his culture and what he want to do offensively and ride from there. There's no point of of drastically changing the offense for one game against the Fresno State. And not saying Fresno State is not a worthy opponent. And trust me, we're on upset alert. They're they're going to come in hungry and good. And we're missing a lot of pieces. And fit and Myoga, like I said, Francisco's going to be gone. Henley's going to be gone. Ali's going to be gone. Stribling's going to be gone. I mean, we miss we a lot of key players are going to be gone, right? So I'm interested to see how we even play this Saturday. Yeah, no, I mean, I hadn't thought about Clay McGuire. So you, as a someone who's looking for a new OC, you would like someone to stick closer to the air raid philosophy. Keep that in Pullman. You think that's? Do you not see our quarterback? That's fair. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't, don't want to see. I don't want to see Cam Ward under center. I, I need to see Cam Ward in a shotgun. You know, doing what Cam Ward does. Uh, we need a, air, a coach that has an air raid philosophy, but obviously we love to run the ball. So I would love to have like a kind of still a running mentality with it. But, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's air raid. It doesn't matter if it's run and shoot. It doesn't matter if it's eye pro. We needed the players, dude. We need the players. We, 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 we felt to create separation. No disrespect to Stribling or Ali. We couldn't get it open on the outside to save our lives and vertical routes. And, and that's what we need to focus on more so than the OC. We need to get players. We need to get boys, like, you know, quote-unquote boys at Wazoo that can go up there and make some plays for Cam Ward, right? Because all this dinking and dunking, Robert Farrell is gone. Ali's gone. Stribling's gone. We're losing so much, man. So it's like, let's get some fast dudes. You have to go to the Juco transfer board. We need some fast dudes that can run under goal balls. That's what we need. It doesn't matter who's the OC. We need some people. We need some players. We need some boys. Linebacking core. Everything's depleted on the defensive end. We saw this, but Fresno State has a very good running back. Jake Mims had put up 1,100 yards, five touchdowns the last two games. How do you think, because the Cougs have struggled a little bit this season, how do you think they can handle a skilled running back when you're so depleted? Like, what are you going to do? Man, it's tough, especially when you're two starting linebackers all year ain't playing. Travion Brown is going as well. I mean, that this, this is something that, you know, I'm interested to see. I'm um, Hopefully Armani Marsh is back. I, I haven't heard too much if he's going to be playing or not in this game, which is probably not going to play. So you'll have a new nickel, a new Mike, a new Will. It, 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 it's tough. Thank God Brennan is there still. Okay, thank God RJ Stone is there. So they'll kind of man up the edges. But honestly, dude, it's a toss-up. It's, it's truly a toss-up because you cannot tell me that you're going to lose your three starting linebackers and this is not going to be a dip. Like now we got to play some special teams guys. I don't even know who's going to be the starters, right? Kyle Thornton, maybe. Kyle Thornton, like I haven't seen him play all year. No yeah. disrespect, no disrespect no. to Kyle Thornton, but it's like, let's see what he got now though. This is an op. So I'm I'm excited to see these young guys get these opportunities and step up. But but like I said, overall, man, I'll tell you Walker for real, dude. It's it's. I don't know how much film you've watched of Fresno State, if at all. Okay, so their quarterback Jake Herner, UW former UW player, FYI, was it a couple of years there. Yep. Almost went back to them this year after DeBoer got the job. But yep. then he was injured, came back, and he's been drastically better. So what you've seen of Cam Ward and what you've seen of Herner, who do you trust more in this game currently? Cam Ward. Cam Ward? <laughs> no question. And, and I've watched a couple of Fresno State games. Not, not, I'm not a big Fresno State fan. I'm not saying I don't like them, but I just don't really watch their style yeah. of my football. But Cam Ward. Cam Ward is a future first-round draft pick. 
Really? You think Cam's yeah. a first round? Oh, yeah, no question. Do you not see how that guy can throw the ball? Man, I, the ball I see the hype, but I haven't yeah. seen him put it together. Yeah, you ain't seen him put it together because his outside receivers can't get open. Go look at Tampa Bay right now. You understand what I mean. Go look at Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. I mean, Brady is still Brady, but he's not getting those 50-yard bombs no more because Julian, Julio Jones is hurt or Mike Evans is hurt or Chris Godwin coming back from ACL. Like, a quarterback can only do so much, man. Don't get it twisted. Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison. He had Reggie Wayne. He had Dallas Clark. You know, Joe Montana had Jerry Rice. Like, you know, a quarterback is only as good as the people he's throwing into. So, you know, Cam would have easily been a 5,000-yard passer if we had some people that can get open on goal balls. What do you need to see out of this bowl game to be to feel comfortable next season? What I want to see is energy, passion, and I want to see people that's wanting to play for the Crimson Gray. So the scoreboard don't matter to me. I don't care if we win or lose this game because it don't matter. What matters is, is the tone we set going into next year. What kind of program are we going to be? Are we going to be a program that, you know, we got a couple guys leaving and we just fall off drastically? Or are we going to be a program that actually develop the second and third stringers, which we need to start doing? The days of just being first stringers and they getting all the refs need to stop at Wazoo moving forward. Um, you know, imagine now if, you know, Deion Henley, don't get me wrong, he had an awesome season, but imagine if that backup was, was getting multiple reps this year. Imagine Francisco, Francisco backup, unfortunately, was Brown, and they're both gone. Right. So now imagine if that third stringer was getting some reps. Right. So we need to see these young guys make some plays so they can establish some comp some confidence. And, dude, we need to. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about this game, bro. We need to recruit. We need to get some boys out here, man, like some legit ballers. Right. And yes, that's hard with the NIL and stuff. But at the same time, man, it's a lot of Juco kids out there. That's dogs. It's a lot of seniors out there that's overlooked. We need to make sure that we have an extensive uh, mindset and make sure that we have the right coaches on staff that can go uh, go into these homes in the inner city and get these kids and get them to come to Pullman, Washington. Uh, you know, that's one thing Leach did a great job at, uh, Coach Simmons and Coach Manning and guys like that. They were able to come to L.A., specifically L.A. I see that, I seen us post something about Cali Cougs. Like, that's fine, but what part of Cali are these guys from? Like, we need, we, we need some boys, dude. We need some dudes that can run, dudes that can hit, and dudes that got some passion, man. And I think that if we could just make sure the recruiting game is solid and make sure that we we establish that, you know, we're not about to run away from nothing and we're going to develop, I think we'll be okay. I have a question with the overall Pac-12 as a whole. So Deion yeah. Sanders was hired. I was elated about it. But oh, then yeah. something came out when he came to his first team meeting that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I want to get your take on this. So he said, according to a USA Today article, he said that he wants, if you're he wants to run everyone out of town. You should, everyone should just expect to hit the transfer portal. You guys were lazy. You didn't, Boulder was too nice for you. Everyone at Jackson stated worse, worse conditions. You weren't lucky. We want to get you out in the portal. You got to go. What do you think of that message? Because I'm all for saying, look, if you're a starter, your starting job's not secure. But I'm not a huge fan of saying, we want you out of here. You got to go. You suck. Because Dion, let's be real. He's super charismatic. I like him. He coached fantastic at Jackson State but he doesn't have a lot of coaching pedigree to sit on. He didn't want to be an assistant coach, so he went somewhere where he could make him a head coach right off the bat. So what do you think of that rule, That what he said of it? We just want new guys. We got to bring them in. You guys aren't good. What do you think of that? Must be the money. I got to have it, dog. Must be the money. Hey, that's prime, man. Hey, I understand that you feel that he doesn't have that coaching pedigree, but that that, that don't matter. It don't matter. He's prime time, bro. 
he's he's Deion Sanders, one of the a top three player in NFL history. Yeah. I mean, who's got Tom Brady, Lawrence Taylor, and then him, you know, so it's like, or Jerry, you know, so it's like, yeah, he don't have that coaching pedigree. And all he did was he just weeded the week out. Leach really? did the same thing. Leach did the exact really? same thing. He came into Wazoo and he made people quit. He wanted them to quit. He said that we're going to make you quit. I had no idea. Yeah, he he said that in 2012. Go, you see, I I came in 2013, but go tell them, go tell those. I mean, in 2013, but go tell those 2012 guys that came there when Leach was there, that was there when Leach Sheriff came. Go tell them how miserable Leach was, how hard he had it on them guys. He wanted guys to quit because ultimately he knew that those guys that were that were quitting couldn't handle the adversity anyway. wasn't 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 good enough for his program. So all Dion did was set a tone, like, hey guys, I'm bringing my own luggage, meaning I'm bringing some ballers here, and that portal was open. So now you can go, but if you stay, we're going to win and we're going to work and you're going to have to compete. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, as a player, I understood that from the back. And obviously, you know, sometimes in the media, you can kind of get confused in a sense that like, dang, that's cold. But at the same time, all he doing is motivating those kids. What you want? Yeah, I'm the new coach. I'm telling I'm bringing in some new players. That's some ballers. What you going to do? You going to run or you going to come compete, Right. And at the end of the day, he's just trying to comp- trying to create a, a competitive environment in Boulder. And um, I have no problems with what he said, to be honest with you, man. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, I've, I've never played football, so I think I'm from a different perspective. <laughs> but it's fine, but I understand why that could rub you the wrong way, right? Because, yeah, like, damn, like, what these kids do? But, man, they ain't won in 20 years. Le- I'm telling you, Leach did the same right. thing, bro. Deion and, and Coach had a, a real good relationship. So Deion probably took a page out of Coach, page, Coach Leach's page with that one. All right, speed round questions. These are rapid-fire questions mm-hmm. by your town Pullman. Mm-hmm. Cougar gold or Ferdinand's ice cream? Ferdinand's ice cream, the cashew one. I forgot what it's called. The cashew? You were the first person to ever say cashew. Yeah, the cashew. Well, what was the, I thought it was the cashew something, but it was fire, Fernando. Yeah. Wow, you were the first. Everyone, I go Huckleberry. That's what most people go with. But you went cashew. Like this cashew is history in the making. Okay. <laughs> Favorite class you took at Wazoo? Favorite class I took at Wazoo, the favorite, my uh, tennis class in the summer. I took a tennis class. It was awesome. Okay. Favorite place to eat? Favorite place to eat in Pullman has to be, oh, they don't have it no more, but it was Stubblefields, those wings. Oh, when they used to have Stubblefields. I don't know if that new place, Euphoria got it, but man, when when Stubbies was there, they had on Wing Wednesdays, $4.50. You're like 10 wings, fire. <laughs> yeah, no, st- Emporium does not have any good food. I'll tell you that. It's not great. Uh, yeah, if they're honestly, it's still, it's V-Hall. V-Hall is the place to go for good food. Those cheesy fries, oh, those are so good. Favorite non-football memory from WSU? Oh, man. All right. Uh, favorite non-football memory? Just a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite non-football memory at Wazoo? has to be you know in honor of coach i'm gonna say i'm gonna say in honor of coach is uh when coach was teaching me how to swim in Lewiston. last question peyton pelor next defensive coordinator yes no for the cougs Woo! Mm, him or parker henry i may give it to parker henry because parker been in the game a little longer than peyton pelor so i'll say next defensive coordinator parker henry next linebacker coach peyton pelor oh man at the end of the i mean 30 second elevator pitch Hey, man, I'm all about the Leisure Time Podcast, man. Go ahead and go follow my podcast on Instagram, the Leisure Time Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter at Podcast Leisure. We actually have a huge event happening this Saturday at Marco Polo Grill. 
over here in Seattle. It's a watch party we're having. I'm going to have a pregame show there from about uh, 9.30 to 11 o'clock. Doors open at 11 o'clock, but if you come early, you can come in for the pregame show. I plan on having guests like Jay Collins on there. I plan on having guests like Gunnar Eklund, uh, Connor Holiday, hopefully, and Jamal Morrow. So I have a couple guests down there in Seattle, man. Come through, have a good time. Um, also, anybody with an uh, 1890 Club membership or signs up during the game, uh, the, the owner, Matt, will cover your first drink. All right. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. <laughs>